We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The sound of the final buzzer means it's hangover time. So grab a drink and join your host, Alphonse Sidney, for a Miami Heat Beat post-game show. I'm Alphonse Sidney, a.k.a. Alf954. Welcome into Hangover Time, uh, the Miami Heat Beat post-game show, where normally on a night like this with the Bucks losing, it'd be a party. You know what I mean? Like, um... We'd be dancing around, laughing, laughing at the airballed free throws, you know, laughing, you know, just a, just the, you know, the Hawks without Trey Young beating the Bucks, Like, that's hilarious. That's funny. Um, but what happened, I believe it was the third quarter when Giannis went down with that knee injury. It kind of it cast a pall, you know what I mean, over the show. Like, it's just not it's hard to have a good time, you know, when you see the best team, the best player from another team get injured. And that's complete bullshit because fuck that. The Bucks have been benefiting from this shit all playoffs long. So fuck that. We turn it up. Fuck that shit. It sucks, don't it? It sucks when your best players are injured. It really does. Oh, no, Trey Young. Oh, boo-hoo. Oh, boo-hoo. oh, no, Giannis. Fuck you guys. Listen, uh, James Harden, uh, Kyrie Irving, Bam was uh, limited. No Victor Oladipo. Jimmy was limited. Goran just old as shit. Now you're getting, you know, no DeAndre Hunter. Cam Reddish is limited. Now you no Trey Young. And you want me to cry about Giannis? Giannis missing a half of basketball when you already down double digits to a team without their best player? Nah, son. We we turning up. Fuck the Bucks. We are still laughing at y'all sorry asses. Someone told me it's going to be hard to slander the Bucks with Giannis being injured. No, it's not. Because I'm petty <laughs> as a motherfucker, baby. I am still having the time of my life. Fuck the Bucks. Bring me out, brass. The hate watch party continues. We do not. We do not. Listen. We do not celebrate injuries, but fuck it. I celebrate circumstances. And this shit is funny as fuck to me because the Bucks have benefited from this shit all playoffs long. Finally, their comeuppance has come. Brass, let's find out what everybody's drinking as we turn the fuck up tonight.
some total whiplash with the music. <laughs> I loved it. I, was, the juxt- I, I liked the juxtaposition right there. I was there, like you know? dancing, and all of a sudden, I had to wear a tie. Like <laughs> we're all over the place. Yeah, fuck it. Listen, so are these NBA playoffs. Jesus Christ. Ooh, but anyway, that's a whole other story. Like, it's a war of attrition at this point. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, if Giannis misses a couple games and the Hawks come back without Trey Young, like, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about the asterisks and, the, and the, the fraud and the fluke shit. But, you know, let's first let's find out what everybody – oh, uh, Fez Butter says – Thanasis Slander on deck? Yes, sir. Don't you worry. We- Thanasis Islander, which sounded interesting. <laughs> We're coming for that Thanasis soon. Uh, Solana, <laughs> listen, you haven't been on Hangover Time in a minute. What's been going on with you, first of all? Well, um, I tore my ACL, so fuck you. I have some sympathy for Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> After seeing his knee buckle like that, um, literally, what's today, the 29th? Just uh, 20 days ago, I did that. That What you saw Giannis do, I did that. And it's you did not my life. jump that high at all. No, there's no oh way. no, no, no. Actually, I bricked a three and I got my own rebound and then my knee buckled. So uh, very similar. <laughs> got my own board, followed my shot. So you guys would be proud of me, right? No, doesn't every every NBA coach tell you to follow your shot? Yes. None um, of the Heat players do that. <laughs> so I'm not I'm not drinking because I'm still on meds, and I, so I'm drinking water. And fuck you guys. I I have sympathy tonight for Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Bucks. I didn't I didn't have any sympathy for the Bucks until that happened because, and I feel like you know me and Giannis are connected in in a weird way. There's absolutely nothing except for a, a, a knee injury that connects you to Giannis. You have the same body parts as Giannis. <laughs> you both have knees. Do they? <laughs> I love how Alex posts on Instagram like therapy videos of him learning to walk again, like he had been some, some sort of traumatic experience. Where like, Alex, you, um, I don't, I don't know if you'll ever be able to to walk again. I mean, it's um, uh, it's gonna be a long road ahead. And like Alex is like, I did it, guys, I made it. Look at that, I took steps. Well, you asked today, is he still in the hospital? Yeah, I'm I didn't like, know. He had knee surgery a month ago. Like, what are you talking about? I don't know. I, don't, I, I don't couldn't know. tell. I couldn't Could've tell if you were joking or not. Yeah, no, I was I, like, is he out of his coma yet? He had a fucking knee surgery. Like, I mean, we did we did the locker room the other day, and I could have sworn you did that from the hospital. I heard nursing in the back. <laughs> it was outpatient. Oh, the dude in the ICU. Uh, I, I heard the little, the little heart monitor, like as we were doing. <laughs> What are you doing? Uh, I'm drinking some Avion tequila from my guy, Young Jeezy, out of the A. Let's go, Hawks. God, that sounded so lame when you said it. Jesus. Oh, well, my out, God. Young Jeezy out of the A or the Avion? The out of thing. the A. Out of the A. All of it. <laughs> out of the A. He has to say out of the A. It's the only thing you can spell. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> uh, Brass, what are you drinking today? Uh, I made myself a Vesper, so it's like a martini. I made it a double. Uh, it's like a, you know, <laughs> gin gin and vodka, some cookie Americano, and put some grapefruit bitters in it. Love it. Wow. Joey. Not even, clo- not even close to that. Um, we've got a little bit of pineapple juice and a little bit of rum. I'm feeling like a pirate right now. Um, I'm in South Florida. You know, I do want to say, though, I think everyone's giving – Giannis a lot of shit for the, you know, taking so long at the free throw line. 
But if you were to ask my girlfriend, 10 seconds is not a long time. You know, I just want to say that. <laughs> just in basketball, it's a long time. I don't know. Let's see. Yeah. I'm a Joey here. <laughs> I want to make so many jokes about that, but I stop stopping myself and asking Christian, what are you drinking tonight? I mean, I'm kind of with Joey. I'm having pineapple, but I'm going mm. a little easier. It's just a seltzer, you know. I mean, this game Solana? was trash. Like, I'm not going to go hard for something that. What really are you talking? Me. That game was so much fun. Giannis got hurt. Like, uh, just further validation that these playoffs are meaningless. Like, I'm not. But listen, now, now I will say, okay, the Giannis and Trey injuries have nothing to do with a, a shortened off season. Or anything like I mean, those the are guys. Had that, a sh- the Bucks had a long off season. Yeah, the Bucks. I mean, the, the Hawks haven't played since 2019. The so Bucks came to the know. bubble, played two weeks, and then left. Like, yeah, and, <laughs> and Trace uh, stepped on a photographer, uh, a ref foot. Like this, it was a the, summer camp for the Bucks. I mean, Jimmy yeah, these are early. These, also. I, I think we should come out in front of this alpha because. I don't want people clipping this shit up and saying that we're celebrating teams, you know, players' injuries because we're not. No, we we are not calling. No, I know, I know, but fucking knuckleheads. Like, no, we're not rooting for that at all. Like, we're not taking any pleasure in Giannis getting hurt. That sucks. Having said that, (laughs) it is funny. I think he's fine, right? He walked. I mean, I think I think he'll probably play next. I think he'll play again. I saw Bomani tweet that him not playing is like like bad because like a twenty point lead is not insurmountable. It's like I don't know, man. This Bucks offense hasn't been good all playoffs. A twenty point lead is pretty insurmountable. Yeah, for the, I mean they they would have to go you know shoot lights out like they did against the Heat, and they only do that like every four or five games. Uh, but for the most part, they're slogging through the mud. You know, low nineties, high nineties. For so you're right for them to come back from a twenty point d- double digit deficit. It's definitely tough, and it's not that I'm I'm enjoying the injury, right? I I you know when I, when I first saw it, I tweeted out like that sucks, blah blah blah. But what I what I will not do is feel sorry for a team that has come this far due to other teams' injuries, right? right? Like if they were facing a fully healthy Hawks team with DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish at hundred percent, like I don't think this series is two two at this point. It might be three one if they were facing the the Nets. With Harden and, and Kyrie, Harden at 100 and Kyrie Irving, they don't they get swept in the in the second round. So I'll, I'm not I'm not feeling sorry for the Bucks. I just can't do it. Can I ask you a question? No. Okay. Moving on. No, just go ahead. <laughs> do we do we have that same energy for Phoenix because Phoenix played a Laker team without AD and with LeBron all banged up, then played a Nuggets team without Jamal Murray, and are now playing a Clippers team without Kawhi. And I, I think it's been funny how they've been like the darling story of the NBA. And like, it's fine. Like, they're a good team. Like, obviously, like, they're a very good basketball team. But like, you know, kind of a cakewalk. Listen, I just, I'm not I'm not calling Phoenix a fraud. I, I will call Milwaukee a fraud because I just don't like them. I think I, and I'm I completely think biased. I, but yeah. like if Phoenix, if Phoenix had an injury right now, um, you know, they, if they let's, lost Chris Paul for two games. So exactly. Let's say Chris Paul goes out for the rest of the he season. He wasn't hurt. Lose. I don't feel bad. For, I don't feel bad for Phoenix. An injury because, is different than than health and safety protocols, chat. Because an injury, you come back and you're not like really right. A health and safety protocols, especially in his case, where I think all cases point that he did did not have symptoms or whatever, whatever, whatever happened. He can, you know, he, it's not like he had a body part that didn't work. 
But either way, I'm not feeling bad for the Suns if one of their players goes down. That's right. He was hurt in the Lakers series. I, he had the shoulder injury. Yeah. Alpha, I don't I don't feel bad for any of the teams or the organizations or I feel bad for us, the NBA consumer, yeah. the NBA fans, because mm-hmm. I'm I, look, I don't want to see Giannis win a championship, and I'm with you. I felt like this year, whoever wins the championship, it, it not that like the asterisks or whatever, like that's a stupid conversation, but it's it's not as um, it's a it's a weird season basically, right? Like everything's just weird this year. But at the end of the day, we're gonna watch these games. We're gonna do hangover time. We're gonna talk about it the next day, and we're gonna watch. I want to see these teams at full strength at the very least. If it's going to be Giannis, if it's going to be Chris Paul, if it's going to be whoever, I want to see them at full strength and give us a good product. And Trey Young being out looks like it's going to be more than one game. Now this to Giannis, like these games are less and less have less and less meaning as they go on because we're not watching stars. We're watching Cameron Payne and, you know, we're watching Cam Reddish. Reddish and I, I don't want to see that. I want to see the stars. I want to see... Right, right. Creative player, Reggie Jackson. Um, like, I want to see the, the best available, and we're not getting that. I mean, I think all season, Christian, we've been cheated. Like, as as fans, I'm just talk, I'm talking about regular season, too. Like, this, that short off season, uh, you know, everything going on with COVID protocols, we've been cheated off season. So, it's almost like we're used to it by now. And, like, somebody goes down, everyone's like, well, this, fuck this season. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like we've been dealing with it since December and it's just, and so that's why I'm like, no, no, there's not an asterisk on it, but if you're going to call any season a fluke, this is the one. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the math on like how, how much more they played, like how much more regularly they played throughout the season, but the schedule was they, they played 72 out of 82 games in what, and they started like right around Christmas time. So they lost, the end of October, all of November, and the beginning of December. Like, that's a ton of time. And they only lost 10 games during all of that time. So, like, yeah, clearly it was going to be a strain. But, I mean, I just – I hope the one thing that doesn't happen – like, the Suns were undefeated in the bubble. But since they – I think they still didn't make the playoffs technically. Wasn't that what happened? Yeah. Uh, so, but like they, like they could have made a run in the playoffs if they had actually made it. Like they were they were good last season, you know. So I they're not a fluke to me at all. I mean, I think they're going to win the championship. I think I honestly, if 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 you got a full fully healthy Suns team against a fully healthy Bucks team, um, Bucks and six. Now nah, I think the I Suns know. got. Bucks and six. <laughs> Joey, what happened? I don't know. I, was thinking, I mean, I just don't want the Bucks to win. That would just bring I, I such sorrow to my life if I, if I see win. the Bucks on a parade some, in Milwaukee. Oh, Great. God. Johnny, you want them to win? You want the over, Bucks to over, win? Over Phoenix. Yeah. I, I have too many bad what? takes. I have too many bad takes side of Phoenix players. I, I My reputation <laughs> needs the Bucks to win. <laughs> I, like, well, this no. show needs the Bucks in the finals. Oh, th- thank you for kicking yeah. them out. But the, this show needs the Bucks in the finals because honestly, the feel good party of uh, watching Suns and Hawks, like I, I don't know, I don't have, there's, I don't have a lot of content for that. Oh, I, like, I want, I want Hawks. I mean, if the Hawks are in the finals, that's fun. Just rooting for Solomon Hill and Jay Crowder for yeah, six yeah, games, yeah. it's just not going to be, it's not going to be the same. But I, I listen, I still. Why want is the Chat mad at me? Why is Chat mad at me that I want that I, I'd be okay if the Heat lost to the the 
the champions. Like, because no, so we don't want Giannis. Because we don't you're want selfishly Giannis thinking about yourself and not like Heat yeah, fans. That's how you're I work. No, okay, Rick. you want to know why? You want to know we don't why we don't want the Bucks to win because of Thanasis. <laughs> Fuck that. Guy. And because we don't care. And because we, I do not want that guy having a ring. I don't mm. want good things to happen to Thanasis. Um, like I just the the Greek geek. I we can't stand him. So we have a new segment tonight. <laughs> we have a new segment tonight because uh, the other day Thanasis had quite a play. Um, you know, in his thirty seconds of playing time, which they round up to a minute in the box score, which I think is nice of them. I always think that's funny. Like he plays six stints. For five seconds each, thirty seconds, they rounded up to a full minute. Um, but he had a, he had quite a play, and everybody was tagging me on it, like, "Yo, Alf, did you see this?" And I said, "You know, the Hangover Time brand is strong when it comes to the NASAs. So Brass and I got together and said, "How do we, you know, further highlight the NAS the NASAs's role the NASAs's role in this show?" So we come up with a new segment. We hope you like it. He's the biggest scrub in the family. <laughs> I just want to say for the record, that is not copyrighted music. Copyrighted music. I had I had to perform all that on the fucking piano. So you heard we that better not get, we better not get hit. Play that again, please. Time that went into this. Play yeah. that again, please. <laughs> He's the biggest scrub in the family. All right, so let's get these places. You sang going. that too. That's your voice. You sang that. That is me. Yeah. I'm so better. used to it. I was just like, yeah, it's just another thing that Brass has done for us. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just made a theme song. You're like the anti Thanos. You do. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. You do. Uh, that so our, our first clip tonight is from is from tonight. Um and yeah, Alf, you wanna you wanna talk about this one? He's walking his brother off the court after an injury. Well, uh, I think G pointed this out that this is the only useful thing he did all game. Yeah. Um, like, if we break he, this down, walking fine. What? What? Like, why is he? Ha- he's probably making it harder for him to walk by putting his arm around. Yeah. He's like, oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah exactly. He put his arm. He's like, no, no, I got you, bro. Yeah, I got you. Go away. Like, go away. Go away. I, I got walk. this. I got this. But I, what I love so much is like at this point, he's he's asking, it's like, oh man, wait, I'm, am I going to get an assist for this? Am, <laughs> is that going to show up on the box score? Wait, does, does no, I'm not. I'm not. It's, I'm not gonna get an assist. All right, fuck this. All right, you good, bro? Okay, okay. I gotta, I gotta run now. I gotta run back to the court and you know not Dude, log any minutes. He's their they number need, one cheerleader. <laughs> I mean, they need him. Fucking douchebag. Anyway, am I my brother's keeper? Assist. Uh, <laughs> so this is another play tonight. Oh. <laughs> That was like he right after like, he checked into the game. He looks like he's never played basketball before. Let's see that one again. Like he's literally only out there because he's uh, Giannis's brother. Like what was that? Jesus. And then look at his defense. They, they, they have the same dad. That's the only reason he has a job. Yep. <laughs> and this, and this beauty. Um, <laughs> the best of my is favorite that Cisco? part. Of, yes, my favorite part about this play is. He passes it to the the second lamest dude on the team, 
the Cisco looking motherfucker with the blonde hair. Incredible. Like that is my first of all, like you have a layup, Ben Simmons style, and then he Ooh. passes to Cisco, who misses a dunk. It's just amazing. And that was all the, the time we saw from him tonight, but we do have we have to play the clip from the last game. Because this is just remarkable. Look at that. Look at that defense from him. <laughs> Jumping. It's like a fucking 2K player. Yo, he glitched so hard. It's a double block. It's a, it's a double block. The, the, <gasps> fact that, the fact that they still made a three-pointer is what's really funny to me. Like, what are you doing? Maybe he was still getting loose, you know? He's he's still a little cold. So he's just you know what? It, it reminds me of Norris Cole on the bench at, for the Ray Allen mm. shot. Oh, yeah. But, but he's, on the he's jumping nearly, twice as high on the bench. Not nearly as emphatic. Yeah, he had no idea he was actually in the game. He's still, like, cheering on the sideline. You know, like, when you pantomime shit that the players are doing on the court? Like, he just he forgot that he was actually playing in an NBA game. Um, uh, Brass, can you play that? <laughs> Did Phanasis do that? <laughs> Thanks, Moose. We didn't get, we didn't have Moose, so we got Moose's disembodied voice. <laughs> was that Moose? That was Moose. <laughs> yeah. He couldn't be on the show, so we had him record that. Jesus. Can, can we hit can, one more time for the intro? I'm sorry. I just love it so much. He's the biggest scrub in the family. <laughs> Brad, you're a whiz on the keys, man. Thank you. Um, Who says the, whiz on anything anymore? How old are you? Oh my god! Don't start with me. <laughs> do you, uh, you said you want to talk more about this game? What you what what breakdown and analysis do you have of this? I I actually would really so like uh, this herder kid. This herder kid's like legit. Like he's so good. I've been so impressed this playoffs. Um, with him, and I thought Atlanta had like a puncher's chance in this series just because you know the Bucks drop defense and and Trey can really do damage kind of in that in between area, which is something that he can't do. Uh, but I thought what was incredibly impressive was just how they were able to get to their spots today. I thought they survived a lot of the Lou Williams minutes, which the Bucks are huge, right? And, and the fact that Atlanta could survive that is like incredibly like impressive and good. And I think a lot of their guys stepped up, and they have like one of the most talented young cores in the league it's really fun to watch a team like kind of grow up right before your eyes and i'm like i'm super in on this atlanta team i i really like trey young i'm really sad that he couldn't play today i hope he can be healthy i hope him and Giannis can play um in, in the next game but i mean this it's really cool it's, it, it almost reminds me of like the heat teams from like the early 2000s where you're just like watching this like young team blossom with this superstar that's like clearly coming and uh, they're great. I, I love watching them. They're fun to watch. I think the matchup's interesting because Milwaukee's like this really daunting, huge team that really plays very physically. They they kill you on the glass, um, and, and they play like this traditional drop defense. And Atlanta like does a lot of fun stuff. They obviously the double drag, the, the spam pick and roll. Like that's all right, really all right, all right. Enough. Yeah, too much bad. Yeah, you nailed it. But they're like one of the teams that run a ton of Spain, like them and and the Hornets. Okay. Are, like, all right, the all two right. teams Listen, that are like super duper. Only person is allowed to get that technical on this show. Yeah, Joe, I don't know what the fuck he's talking Siobhan, about. Siobhan, yeah, I, I gotta leave it. Siobhan can do it, but uh, you, you know, I, I don't want to hear that from me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> totally fair. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. 
Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We should talk about a former take of yours. Oh, God. Oh, since we're talking about the Suns. (sighs) Yeah. So this was back in March. Johnny had this... Uh, gee, who kicked her ass tonight? Um, I want to say, man, we have so many choices. It's DeAndre Ayton. I mean, they he made them he the Heat's bad offense made him look like Rudy Gobert. Uh, that should piss me off. That guy sucks. That guy's not that good. That guy's an awful <laughs> defender. And the Heat made him look like fucking Rudy Gobert and at times Hakeem, you know, with a little jump hooks. In, in his defense. He I was right at look like Rudy Gobert, and he does suck. So saying he sucks, kind of a validation. He listen. He answered a lot of questions. I thought that his loafing ass couldn't do what he's doing, and I've I'm wrong. I'll say it. I was fucking wrong on DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton, who looks like he's 20 years older than he actually is, I was wrong on that. He listen. He's a he's a really good fucking player, and he's gotten a lot better in this postseason run. That that I don't know if there's a lot of precedent for somebody figuring it out on defensively as he does. Um, he looked like ridiculous at times, like in pick and roll defense. And listen, he's answered all the questions. I was wrong at the time, though. That was not a bad take at the time. And by the way, can we fucking Suns fans? Can you chill saying that DeAndre is better than Bam? No, he's not. Okay, yeah, they, they yeah, go too that, far with that. Yeah, shit. that's too far. Yeah, that's too um, far. pump the brakes. But uh, what I will, what well, I will say, and I, I'll put it out to all of you guys is with it. I think a lot of people are giving Chris Paul a lot of credit for DeAndre's development. Like Chris Paul gets credit for everything. The Suns leadership, do. leadership, <laughs> right? Like he's if the, the NBA's like, best stepdad, Alf. If this. <laughs> <laughs> I was lost until my. Who's the worst? Who's the worst stepdad? LeBron. 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 (laughs) Well, you know what's gonna happen next season. Devin Devin Booker's gonna do that. Kyrie shit. He's like, you're not my. I think it was a mean who said this. He's like, Kyrie's gonna be like, you're not my dad, dude. Like, it's a Chris Paul next season. You're not my dad. Um, but the uh, the whole idea that Aiton becomes a better player with an adequate point guard. And then you think about Bam and you think about this team and what their needs are and how good they looked when Goron was an adequate, adequate point guard, more, more than adequate, an all-star made point the finals. guard in the bubble last year. He was amazing. He was their leading scorer. And so I guess I want to get into some of the offseason talk and some of the things that are being put out there. Kyle Lauer, we've talked about him ad nauseum. But uh, a guy like Spencer Dinwiddie, like are you guys in or are you guys out on the whole Spencer Dinwiddie thing? Why are we not talking about the name of the day? Who's that? Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr.? Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton, that's another one. Wait, what? I mean, 
What do you mean? We're getting Dame and Kawhi. What the? And Colin. And Colin. And Colin off the bench. And Luca. And Luca off the and bench. Luca. No, Lu- yeah. Luca's in a couple years. Luca's in a couple years. Chill. We gotta, we gotta I, wait for I, I, wait I for like to focus to on. on. I like to focus on realistic moves. Um, but is you know when when it comes to those guys, Lowry, Sexton, um, Dinwiddie, who's the prefer? Tim Hardaway Jr. Like who's when it comes to guards. <laughs> Joey, what what happened with the Tim Hardaway Jr.? I just I can't over. Someone's already given him over twenty million dollars, and it was a mistake that first season. You know, I just can't I can't see myself giving that bushy eyebrowed man that much money. <laughs> I, I, Whoa. I just I don't Whoa. trust him. I don't trust him. I'm sorry. The, the beard is immaculate. The beard is immaculate. The eyebrows are. The a eyebrows problem. need some work, man. I'm gonna he, be honest with you. He really took the mantle from DeAndre Jordan for perfect beard guy in the NBA. Was DeAndre Jordan perfect beard? Yeah, guy? no, DeAndre had yeah the 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 geometry on DeAndre's beard was like immaculate. I feel like I feel like you're giving him an award that nobody's ever really considered him for. That's an NBA Twitter thing, is it? I, yeah, yeah, I I think we're gonna look it up. If not, this is pretty weird. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's who has a more perfect beard, guys? That's what we should be talking about. I mean, listen, we're asking the tough questions here. Johnny just went a just a screeching halt to the show. Just screeching, yeah. <laughs> I do, I do want it- Colin though. I do want Colin. I think he's good. He's young. He's good. He has a big ass wingspan. He not maybe maybe not a lockdown defender, but he's as a six eight wingspan. Won't be picked on switches. Uh, I think there's a lot. Of, listen, I've talked to some people today uh, around the league, and you know where there's smoke, there's fire. There's, oh, there's, oh, Gianni talking to people around the league. I, I like saying that. I like, I, I said that. I was like, I, you know, I talked to some friends around the league and I did. I talked to some friends. I have friends around the league now. Yeah, but we're but all isn't, on Twitter. Johnny's the league guy. Friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Go ahead, Solana. Summer League. Isn't Colin Sexton the move like long term? Like yes. he'll help this team long term. I, like, I, I just, right. But short term, Kyle Lowry is a better fit than, than Colin Sexton, in my opinion. Yes. Alex, you can get both. Why not both? Okay, I mean, I don't know. Colin's I, I, only you, making you know fourteen million. Four million. You know the the cap figures better than I do, but uh, like I, I don't know if that's even a possibility. But it is. I'm down to hear about it. That's but, the easy think, part. Yeah, getting them get getting them together is the easy part because you can sign and trade for Kyle, or you can so, just sign them outright. So who are you Who are you trading for for Sexton? Is it Hero? It's Hero, Hero. Precious. Now, now. Oh, that, that's a question. Is is Hero is Sexton is big enough of an upgrade over Hero to make it worth? Yes, like Sexton yeah. is like we were talking on locker room with Jack. It's like we put the over under at All Star games at three and a half, right? Like he's good. Like he's legit. Like can be All Star good. Will Hero ever make an All Star game? I think if he makes one, it'll probably be like with a bunch of injuries, and we would be like <laughs> really proud of him for doing that. The Goran Dragic, I don't like Gogi. I gotta be honest with you. The kinda fourth like alternate, kind of like Devin Booker too. I think Devin Booker's only made it as like a second alternate. Yeah, I but mean, that that well, changes this year. I mean, okay, he's, exactly. he's he's a surefire all star, and he's a really good basketball player, right? It's just like this league has a ton of good players. So like, yeah, don't I, dig I, that Devin Booker hole any deeper. No, I'm not. Oh please, a, lo- a lot of it. Sake. A lot of it has to do with how bad the Suns were too. They were a perennial uh, lottery yeah. team. Like next year, Devin Booker, no matter how good or bad the Suns are next year, he's an All Star. I don't. And the West was it. so guard heavy, and it still is. But the West being so guard heavy is kind of what kicked Devin Booker off. It, it wasn't that he didn't deserve it. He just it was hard to put him in over Dame and Russ and all these other guys right. that were taking up those spots. Steph, right. 
here, yeah, exactly. Hero on in in the East. Like if Hero stays in the East, um, good luck in Portland. Um, if he stays <laughs> in the East, like he's Harden, he, Kyrie. There's just too many guards. Like he's just, deal. But I don't I don't care about like all stars with Hero. I know that's I know it's the topic that we're on. But like I don't care about all stars. I just want him to be good. And I'm not out on Hero the way you some like some of us some of us here are out on Hero. And I'm not saying I wouldn't trade Hero for Sexton. Like if that makes the Heat better right now, then I'm down because I truly believe this window's closing with Jimmy. Like so I, I, I think it's two two more years, and that's lucky. That's if he doesn't get injured. Yeah. And and look around the NBA, that seems to be happening more and more now. So, but like I'm I'm down, but I'm also not out on Hero. I'm not of the opinion trade Hero at all costs. Let's go, just get him out of here because a lot of Heat fans are because we get caught in the moment, and this year was bad for Hero. Well, to me, it's not about being caught in the moment when it comes to hero. It's about the fact that what do what do I personally project? Uh, Smith and Smolnik says G talk to Hot Take Harry. Those are his league sources. Um, <laughs> but what do I personally project hero as? I don't ever game Patty games. I don't protect. I don't project him as an all star. I don't project. I, I, I on a good team on a contender. I think he's always going to be a six man, seventh man. Um, and maybe that maybe I'm too down on him, but that's that has nothing to do with you know t- NBA Twitter, Heat Twitter slander. They should have traded him for Harden, all that crap. That's just what I feel that Hero is going to be. And if your if your window is now, and Hero is your best asset, and you need a guy that can get downhill, get into the paint, create for others, like Hero is just not that guy. You're not that guy, pal. Like he's just. He's not, not the guy that the Heat need right now. And it's no and that's the thing. It's not I'm not sitting here attacking Hero for having a cereal or having a Chipotle bowl, like any of that shit. Like I don't care about any of that. I'm just talking about his game. And his game right now, another perimeter guy who can't get in the paint and create for others, like the Heat have enough of that shit. You know, like I'm watching the Hawks at one point. They couldn't get they couldn't get beneath the three point line. And I'm like, that's the Heat's entire offense. <laughs> You know, like running around the perimeter, trying to get Duncan Robinson open. Like they need guys that can get downhill and score. And that's why guys like Kyle Lowry and Colin Sexton are appealing to me as a Heat fan. Well, like Colin, like, and I, you know, said this earlier, like Lowry and Jimmy are slow, right? They they move with craftiness and with like court manipulation. Colin's like really quick and athletic mm-hmm. and springy and has zip. And he can't. They don't have a you- single guard that has any of that <laughs> no and and think about what a disservice bam's a crazy athlete and think of the disservice they do to him because they can't get out and run they have really nobody to play with him and, and he's kind of playing within these confines of these slow old guys so like the idea of colin getting in here is like nice because he adds something that he adds an ingredient to your offense that you just don't have with anybody and that's really hard to get, like that kind of really special athleticism. So the, the quickness, the zip, all that, that rim pressure, the shooting, he's a he's a good shooter, especially off the dribble. So like you get all that stuff. And if you can combine him, like I, I think if you, you can get him and, and a guy like Lowry and you have your backcourt set, right? You have a Colin Sexton and Kyle Lowry backcourt. You have Jimmy at the three, Bam at the five, and you whatever fill in the four. Um, that, that's good. I, I really like that. And, and for Hero, like we talked about upside, you know, we're talking about Collins upside is like multiple time all star hero. We're talking about like ah, maybe he gets one, right? So like <laughs> on a fourth alternate. Yeah, and and by the way, like the Heat could have very easily won a championship last season if they were healthy, and Hero would have been the fourth best player on a title team. So it's like mm-hmm. if he plays to his best self, yeah, he can be the fourth best player on a title team. You know, if things break right for you, but 
I do think that just call the, the problem with that is you still need Goron. You need a guy like playing like Goron did. Yeah. For Hero to be effective. You know, like if you bring in Kyle Lowry and you keep Tyler Hero, I'm okay with that. Um, Goron's playing better than any Buck not like Goron's playoff run was like better than any Buck not named Giannis or maybe Middleton. Middleton's gone crazy for a couple of games, but Middleton's like so like Goron had like such a crazy run in the playoffs. Like a lot of people left in the playoffs have not been as good as Goron. People forget how good he was last year, and but the thing is, if you're never gonna get that from Goron again, I'm sorry, man. The I dude's think old. the Clippers are like right now being outscored in Chris Paul minute. Uh, the Clippers, the uh, the Suns, uh, like. Just it's hard to win. It's hard. The playoffs are really fucking hard. And what Goran did last season was absolutely torch any team. And that that's not easy. Well, I was it you, Alf, that you tweeted Brandon Ingram as like a like a legit. Was that you? I don't remember honestly. Yeah, uh, and I think uh, the, the guy the guys from Five Reasons. I think was it. And I don't know, Christian. Were you a part of that? The guy I know yeah. the guys from Five Reasons has talked about how that is a legit option. Uh, that's something that the Heat are actively pursuing. Uh, you know, and I've heard that as well, but I don't have sources. I know motherfuckers that know motherfuckers. I don't really know shit myself. <laughs> I have um, sources. Calling, calling, baby. Um, but the the Brandon Ingram thing is real. Um, and you know what? I know what do you guys think of that? Like, I like the idea of Brandon Ingram next to Bam. Like, I do. And people say he's not big enough, and he doesn't. You know, I mean, if we had Trevor Reese's ass out there looking like fucking Gator from Dave. Uh, you know, hanging out and, and playing power forward for us. I mean, Brandon Ingram's bigger than Trevor Reza. His wingspan, he's not the defender Trevor Reza is, but he has a size. He can rebound, I, you know, and he can shoot. He can score three levels. Like, that's the kind of guy I'd love to put next to Bam. Yeah. I'm I am not, not a big fan of him. I'm not mad at that at all. I don't why, like him. Why not, Jay? Why, why, why are you not a fan of that idea? I'm not, a, I'm not like a big fan of Ingram. I think defensively, especially with this team, it's like okay, but okay, Johnny, like you, you bet you, on the Heat to fix that problem. That's what they're you. know. That's the problem that's they're fine. known for fixing. I mean, they I have like, already a known offensive talent on a team that needs that right now because like, all other two stars aren't that guy, or Christian, sometimes aren't that guy. Christian, like, they had one of the best defenses in the league, and they had like four players on the court at a time that were minus defenders. Most of the time, like they have, a, they don't have a single guard that can defend at an NBA level, and they still had one of the best defenses in the league. Like they will fix that through scheme. What they can't fix is motherfuckers that can't score. Yeah, and like <laughs> you, you gotta love no, the yeah. upside of where they can get somebody like Brandon Ingram. Purely I'd rather have Sexton from his size. And it's and, it, and like I wouldn't be complaining. If, like obviously, like if if tonight it gets announced that. You know that he get Van Ingram. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and say like this sucks. Like I'm gonna be like, oh fucking great, they got a really good player. Uh, I'd, I'd just rather have somebody else. I'd rather have Sexton. I'd rather have Lowry. I'd, I'd, there are other people I'd rather have. Them. I mean, not, that, that's fine. But like, I've never been a big that. fan of his game, but I recognize what? that he's a good player. He's, Would you give up? For he's an all star, and he makes you better right now. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I, he's in, bro. Joe, you're asking who basically what you're doing. Yeah. is it would be a sign and trade for Duncan. I believe that would be the only avenue to get Brandon Ingram. Um, um and, yeah, and that's fine, man. Like you're got you. It's it's going to be really, really hard to get I, I significantly better this season without with Duncan and Hero on the roster. Think about that though, and think about that. They would have gotten. They get a guy who was a top three talent for a guy who went undrafted. Like, that speaks volumes about mm. what the Heat can do if they have talent. 
Like, this is why they have to stop. Like, yeah, okay, Tyler maybe could be an all-star, but it'd be better to get an all-star with him and pair him with the two other guys who are already all-stars. Like, this isn't hard. And you'll fill out the roster around it. So uh, yeah, 20, 29 million, 31 million, 33 million, 36 million are the next four years of branding. Yeah. Go ahead. This ain't my money. Yeah. And then, you know, and then Kawhi and Dame are going to sign minimums. It's going to be so fucking awesome. <laughs> I keep forgetting about that. I keep forgetting about that. <laughs> but you know what it is? The, the, the what, what did you say about Kawhi and, like, being with the Heat and the injury team? What's that? Uh, like, you know. That like, wasn't me. That wasn't you? I thought that no, was you. It was another like, black guy. No. This is the whitest hangover time of all time. Have you guys realize that? Yeah. I don't know if this show is ever. I feel like you ever... say that every time I'm on. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Happy to be part of it. <laughs> it's like it's like the white male hangover time. Like no Tiff, no Siobhan. Tiff, come back from vacation. Well, I, also, I also feel like the only time I come on is when everyone else is missing. So it's like I guess it's, it's like me too. He's making me feel uncomfortable. I might be the whitest one here. <laughs> That's definitely Joey. You think Joey? I right. think it's grass. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty dark in that garage. Uh, Brass, what, what, where in Florida no, did you grow up? Well, Wellington? Where, where is that? I grew up in Lake Worth. Yeah, Wellington. Lake my Worth. You said Lake Worth. <laughs> Lake Worth. That's the same thing. Everything north of Broward is like the same thing to me. Everything in is, everything in between Orlando and, and Broward is like I do well. I do I do live in I do live in White Plains. In New is York. that okay? I mean, <laughs> it's in the, so that might. I Joe, don't you live in like Pompano or something like? That's pretty. Are you neighbors of TZ McConnell? I live in Boynton Beach. Oh, same thing. No, nah, not really. Not at all. But I just think that's funny that Brass has a better tan than Joey, and Brass lives in New York. Like, I don't get, like, Joey, what are you doing? It's a bike ride. It was an off week, it was an off week for me, yeah. honestly. <laughs> I'll be bronze next time you see me, I promise. I'll look like a third-place trophy. He's going to come back looking like somebody from the go. Jersey Shore. He's going to come back looking like a Kardashian. Booth. You, you, you know, like, what people look like? Harry? Like what people look like before, like bodybuilding competitions. That's gonna be me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Why is I that? Would... Why do they do that? Is that are they supposed to do that? Is that allowed? I don't even is know if they can do that. I don't, I don't get it. It does. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, you're asking this group what you do for bodybuilding competitions. I don't know. Maybe some. Glad you it. asked. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, Christian, what are you drinking, man? I'm interested in that in that seltzer. I want to know more about that. Called Untitled Art. What? Can even have a name? Florida mm-hmm. Seltzer. I love how you're blaming your like lack of drinking on your injury. Like, wh- have you been injured this entire year? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Plus, you said you're on meds. Like, what meds? Like, it, it can't be that bad. Like, can't drink on tour at all. Wait. Yeah, my the entire. I, just, my, I was kidding. Was, my internet sucks. What do you ask? You said what, what meds are, are you on? No, I'm not. Alex and I are both in Kendall. Oh, dude, I, I've had... been taking so much oxy. You have no idea. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that explains your delay right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Alex and I are both in Kendall, and, and we've had nothing but awful thunderstorms all day. Horrible. Oh, Imagine not living in Miami. <laughs> yeah. Imagine yeah. living in white, something called White Plains. <laughs> Was that I'm imagining a zinger? I mean, I, I, <laughs> he got it you. I mean, it has really nice. Gotcha. 
I mean, Kendall is kind of like the white plains of Miami. If you no, really want to be not, serious, not, if you re- not, listen, well, you guys from Kendall, I swear you guys from Kendall be thinking Kendall's something different than what everybody else is. No, Kendall. no, no Kendall's but Kendall, horrible. Kendall is like Kendall's like all Colombians. Like, yes, that's why I don't get. I don't get they're why people are like, oh, Kendall's white. Like, Kendall's, Kendall's all Colombians. Of course it is. It's, yeah. it's a beautiful yeah, white Colombians. <laughs> of all cultures. <laughs> Ain't, no dark no. Ain't no dark-skinned Colombians in Kendall. I'm going to be the mayor of Kendall. Is there a mayor of Kendall? <laughs> we can get yeah, you me. to be it. We're going to make this happen. Mike Ryan. Well, Mike Ryan adopted Kendall when it was already cool. But, like, he like no, before Kendall's it was cool outsiders. to be Kendall. It's he, still not cool to be Kendall. Nah, yeah, it isn't. It is. It is cool to be from Kendall. Yeah, and I think you, you guys, you, Solana. you guys are I, in this Kendall bubble that I just don't. Nobody else rocks with Kendall like that. Nobody else who doesn't live in Kendall's like, yo, Kendall's nah, that's, dope. That's not ask brass. They talk about Kendall and White Plains all the time. <laughs> yeah, we vac- they vacation in Kendall. Listen, it's place in Miami. He just calls it Plains, New York. <laughs> Listen, you don't know real till you've hung out at the Don Carters on on eighty eight. Bro, rest, rest, in, peace, rest in peace, the Don Carters. No. Somebody wants me to talk about that bum Middleton, Zay the homie. I will say I, this: can, like, can I make a comment about Middleton? Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm no, on go, go, the go, worst go. delays. I'm just, I'm just gonna do it. I'm on the worst delays. So by the time you say no, I'm like halfway through my point. Um, I bet, I bet the over on Chris Middleton 23 tonight, and he fucked me. So screw you, Chris Middleton. And no Giannis. Like today was perfect for Chris Middleton to go off. And like, how do you, how do you not get twenty three points in a game four? You win the series is basically wrapped up after he dropped what twenty in the fourth quarter of game three. I mean, what the right. fuck, Chris Middleton? Oh, for hell? seven from three, six for seventeen from the floor. Got locked up by an injured rookie. Like that's the thing about Chris Middleton and why I don't, first of all I don't want him to get a ring. I don't want the Bucks to get a ring because like you cannot reward that kind of incompetence. Yeah. Okay. Like. Getting giving Chris Middleton a, a, a an NBA championship ring as a second best player on the team is just like it's so antithetical to everything we know about championship NBA teams. Like you cannot be Chris Middleton getting locked up by Cam Reddish and come out here and say I'm NBA champion. Put me next to Scottie Pippen in the annals of NBA history. Like and Scottie Pippen has other problems right now, but like you cannot be a number two sidekick and be Chris fucking Middleton, bro. Is Scotty okay? No, Scotty's not okay, bro. <laughs> Scotty not is okay. He's going through who's, it. Who's 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 less bro, the, okay? Scotty, uh, Josh Smith, or uh, or Kwame Brown? Scotty's at least okay because look at his hair. It starts with the hair. Yeah, I, I think Kwame Brown is the most okay. If that's an option, he's the most okay. Killing it with those videos. Yeah, yeah. Kwame out here just talking his shit, living his life, yeah. milking cows and shit. True influencer. Yeah. Do you think Stephen A's like afraid of him? I would. Be. I don't think so. I don't think so. I would I don't be. Think he is. I, would, I mean, I'd, 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 I would leave my we house. Last, we said it last show. Scotty is just pushing his bourbon. That, that's is that what, what it is? Yeah. I I wouldn't because drink every every that video that fucking he, recommended. Every interview he's on, he's got his bourbon next to him, and he's got like his hand on the bottle. And shit, like I mean, he is pushing that hard. So, but, I mean, but isn't isn't there like a sense also like he lost his son not too long ago, and his wife is basically like 
being passed around on social media. It's like the joke, right? Like she's being passed around and yeah. everybody wants to be with his wife or everybody talks about being his wife. Like there's definitely some mental trauma there and he wants Probably people to know. Probably has something to do with it. Yeah, I he, guess he so. Wants he wants people to know, I'm good. I'm good. You know, I'm good. And he's I trying just, to be I a big hero. I think and, he has a. I think he has be. a bad publicist, bro. Like I just like when that <laughs> shit is happening one. to you. You want, one. you want to present an air of like stability. Like the oh, first of all, he's coming one? out. He's, he's coming out. Well, he's coming out with the Frederick Douglass haircut, which is the first sign that a black man has gone crazy. Can I laugh okay. at that? No. Uh, so, listen, Solomon Hill looked great last season. I don't know what you're talking about. Listen, yeah, it's true. When you when a black man's falling off the edge, the hair is the first fucking thing to go. And that dude out here look oh, like a grown ass buckwheat, and he's just saying wild ass shit. Are you are you the- speaking from when you got your mohawk? Yes, I was going through a rough time. Mm. I was walking around the AAA with a mohawk out there. <laughs> you had a mohawk. Yes. yes, and nobody you had a design me. on the side. And I had designs on both sides. Nobody asked me what the fuck's going on, Alf. I was fucking depressed, <laughs> goddammit. I can't believe I know Alex... what Scotty going through. Forty years old with a fucking mohawk at the arena. <laughs> Talking to Brady Hawk. <laughs> you think I was okay? I wasn't trying to sell bourbon. It was a cry for fucking help. <laughs> I would fucking leave that arena at like 12.30 miserable. 12.30, they go to go to work at 8 o'clock the next day. And do a pot at 11. Following around Ethan, can't fucking find his fucking laptop charger. You guys think I was okay? Oh, my publicist told me to run around like an asshole with a mohawk. (laughs) I know what Scotty going through. Scotty, call me. BTV, bro. Fucking... Wife out there being scandalous on the gram. Listen, go listen. We all been through some shit, man. Scotty <laughs> and Heat Beat. Yes, Heat Beat rescued me the day I signed back. When Heat Beat, I cut that fucking mohawk off. I said, "I'm." I said, "I'm home." Shmita <laughs> said, "Alf walked around looking like a two-star high school recruit." <laughs> <laughs> 